0: Hello, amazing. What do you do when something goes wrong at the last minute? Welcome to Reframes, the podcast where we invite you to take a different perspective on life. I'm Matthias Jacobsen. And this question brought me back to a situation in my life in the summer of 2016. The summer of 2016, I spent traveling around the world, teaching one-day courses in visual thinking. Uh, And this particular story was in the late summer. I was on my way to London. I had set up a class there, and my dear friend uh, Sarah had helped uh, find a lot of people that were interested, and they'd all signed up. And it was all ready and set to go. I had booked a flight in the last minute and so I was ready to go to London and I had this this, uh, group of people, I think about 25, almost 30 people signed up, paid for this class and um, and then I got sick. I could feel it on my way to the airport, I could feel it as I got on the plane uh, as I tried to sleep on the plane flying over Iceland uh, ha- having a stopover and then onwards to to London I uh, could just feel myself like you know getting a fever uh, getting worse and worse and what's the right course of action in a in a moment like this where something is set up something is ready to go and something goes wrong like this in my case, you know, in, in this particular story, it wasn't just that, you know, it would be a hassle to reschedule and refund everyone and try to do it again. Um, but it was really the, the income of my family depended on, on this course. Uh, and, and so I just, I went through with it and, and had a bunch of Advil and taught the class with a fever. Um, and it wasn't the most, I would say, enjoyable teaching experience in my life. But I, have, but I knew I could do it, and, then, and so I did. Um, but this is just an example of, of what I'm talking about with something going wrong in the last minute. But I don't think it teaches us very much about how to think about it. But one thing that I think could help is something I've been obsessing about lately, which is airplanes. And there's this thing when an airplane takes off... Uh, if you have an airplane with you know two jet engines like a typical um, passenger commercial aircraft, one of the things the pilots do uh, before they uh, accelerate down the runway is that they calculate a speed um, and they, this speed is co- is, is called uh, v1 and it's at this speed this is the speed where you imagine you're you're going down the runway the, the engines are at full blast The plane is accelerating you have more than a hundred people a uh, hundred lives on board you're the captain of the plane and you're going faster and faster down the runway and then one of your engines blow off what do you do I think for most people it seems that the natural thing to do if you have a hundred people in the back of the plane and one of your engines just blew off and you're uh, moving fast down the runway, is that you try to stop the plane. You try to bring it to a halt, you know, like that's, that's, it seems stupid to do anything but that. But there is such a thing with, with airplanes that you can get to a speed where the plane is going so fast that it's actually no longer very safe to try to stop the plane before the end of the runway but you're also not going so fast that you can take off. And this point is what is is called V1. And so the reason you calculate this and you practice this as an airline pilot is because it's the counterintuitive point where once you reach V1, you can no longer abort the flight. So even if one of your engines basically blow off, you're still gonna let the other engine keep accelerating the plane and again this has been calculated you know that this is possible so even with one engine blown off the other engine will still keep accelerating the plane a little bit slower but it will keep accelerating until you get to the point where you can rotate the nose upwards and the plane will take off so i first of all i mean i think this is just a fascinating um, thing i I only discovered this a couple of weeks ago but it's it's fascinating to me that you can uh, take off a huge plane um, with one engine missing or um, with one engine like malfunctioning halfway through it, but I think it's also a good um, mental model for how to think about these uh bad things that can happen, and you know the the, the point is that you can in advance calculate at what point. Is it the point of no return? What point do you reach the V one where you're now saying, "Okay, we're going to go through with this," um, and even even if it means that in the moment I'll have to do something that seems counterintuitive, such as uh, proceeding with a takeoff with an engine that is now suddenly missing an engine, um, and so. I think my, what, what I want you to take away from, from this story and from this metaphor is, as you approach something in your work, perhaps similar to my uh, visual thinking course in London or another critical moment in your work, can you calculate what is the equivalent of the, v, of the V1 speed? That point where you know, okay, even if something goes wrong, and my instinct would be to cancel and postpone, this, at this point it's actually best to follow through. Or the, it could also be the inverse and say, um, I know that when I get this close my instinct will be to push through, but it's actually not a good idea. You know, I actually need to, even at the last minute, cancel. Again, that, it depends on the situation. The point is not about follow through, in, as in the airplane. The point is that you in advance decide what is that point where you might need to do something that would be counterintuitive to you in that moment. Calculate it, set that action, and and rehearse that. That's the takeaway. All right. Thank you for listening to Reframes, the podcast where we invite you to take a different perspective on life, perspectives that include learnings from airplanes and other things that I'm fascinated about. This podcast is produced in a very delightful collaboration with Nikki Schmikis and both of us would love to hear from you if you have any comments or thoughts or questions and uh, would love to find a way to incorporate those into the future episodes. Thank you for listening. My name is Matthias Jacobsen.